insurrection, obstruction, indictments, civilly liable for sexual abuse. The one man responsible for all that could be sitting in a prison cell on election day and still be elected commander-in-chief for these United States. That man is beholden to Putin, weakened NATO the last time around, and is currently tying himself to wealthy Saudi oil money. He enriched himself when government stated his properties. He campaigned on wanting to use government to go after his political rivals and wants to expand executive power. If Donald Trump is re-elected, our nation is lost. So let's roll up our sleeves, get to work, and tell the MAGA folks, no more before it's too late. And welcome back to Liberal Dan Radio. Talk from the left, that's right. This is your host, Dan Zimmerman, coming to you from New Orleans, Louisiana. Uh, to join the conversation, it's 914-803-4131. That's 914-803-4131. You can also join us in the chat over at youtube.com slash liberaldanradio. Um, some of you are already there. Uh, some of you, uh, if you're in the blog talk radio chat, just come on over to the YouTube chat. It's much easier to have it all in one place. I used to try to do it in two different places, and it just wasn't as convenient. Um, it got a little confusing. Uh, if you're listening after the live broadcast, you can always leave your comments, questions, concerns, etc. on the show thread at liberaldan.com, uh, facebook.com slash liberaldanradio, uh, over at liberal, leave me a tweet or whatever at on twitter.com slash liberaldanradio, or you could always leave a comment on the show thread at YouTube. Excuse me. Easy for me to say. YouTube.com slash liberaldanradio as well. <laughs> it's been a long day. Anyway, so we uh, got a bunch to talk about today. As always, we're going to um, we are going to be talking about some stuff with Donald Trump, some stuff about Israel, obviously, so some more Speaker of the House fun stuff, because that's always fun. You know, uh, they're having a closed door meeting apparently now, trying to figure out who's going to be their next victim. <clears throat> I mean, uh, Speaker nominee. Um, so there's that, uh, which should be always interesting. I, I, I apparently. One of the guys who is supposedly in the lead uh, for who, who might have the most support still doesn't have Trump's support because he isn't Trumpy enough and he he didn't come out against the 2020 election results enough as you know Trump might have liked him to. So you know what can you do? It just goes to show that the Republican Party, as I've said just does not know how to lead. They have no idea how to lead. They it's impossible for them to do so. They can't. So, ooh, Wes, is, Wes says, mouth is washed, water picked. I also water picked before the show, Wes. Ooh, 
we were on we we're on the same wavelength, me and Wes, and now he's ready to sleep with me. Hmm. Oh my! So, <laughs> anywho, um, Jolie was on a mind. A religious uncle asked my daughter if she knew the first three words of the Bible. She said, "What's up, bitch?" See, as a Jewish person myself, I, 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 I I've never done it yet, but I've really just when I whenever I've whenever I wanted to. Driven by a group of the ultra orthodox folks walking to synagogue on Saturdays in like the black coats and the black hats and everything like that, the Lubavitch folks, the Chabad folks, if you will, I've always wanted to just drive by them and be like Shabbat Shalom, motherfuckers. So, anyway, I've I've never actually done it though. I've I've kind of whispered it to my wife, you know, or anybody else. I've been to cover like Shabbat Shalom, motherfuckers. Um, or I have a friend of mine who is more religious than I am. Uh, I think she is ultra, she is orthodox. She's not, I don't know how orthodox she is at this point, but uh, we always, uh, we'll always go back and forth and be like, you know, FSMF or HSMF, which stands for Hag Sameach, which is Happy Holidays uh, MF, or whatever holiday it fits, like, you know, HH, Happy Hanukkah, whatever. So... It's it's a it's a fun little fun little inside Jewish joke for the for us to share. Now you know about it, so there you go. You have you have been enlightened with one of my inner Jewish things, I suppose. So anyway, to support the show, uh, the best thing you can do is if you haven't if you haven't liked the video yet, please remember to like the video. If you haven't subscribed, remember to subscribe to the channel. Uh, comment, like and share other videos, engage with the other videos on the channel. Make sure to, uh, I have two very cute ones with my uh, dog and, and one of my cats, Blanche and Sophia. Uh, if you haven't seen them yet, uh, those are very cute. So um, share away, you know, share them on social media, like them, comment on them. It only helps the algorithms, which only helps other people get driven to the channel, which then, gets more engagement, lather, rinse, repeat, and that's the best way that we're going to get to 1,000 subs. Of course, encourage your friends to sub as well, because once we get to 1,000, all the magic happens. So, supposedly. We'll see. We'll see if the magic happens when we get there. Maybe I'm being overly optimistic. Maybe we get to 1,000 and then, you know, crickets. But that happens. It is what it is. Thank you, Donald. Anywho, so um, you can also support the show, becoming a Liberal Dan Radio patron, patreon.com slash liberaldan, or patreon.liberaldan.com. You could do a one-time payment with Venmo, just do friends and family, Liberal Dan at Venmo, because you're not buying anything, or uh, buymeacoffee.com slash liberaldanradio. Um, I'm also going to potentially set up another link if y'all want to help me with this particular thing. Uh, hey Trucker John, what's going on? Go subscribe to Trucker John, Trucker John too if you haven't done so already. He needs to he needs to get to a thousand as well. Um, so I am toying with the idea of trying to um, get a group together to run for various things in the state and local party, like trying to get a ballot together of people to run for like the local parish executive committee. Uh, in Orleans, because the Orleans Parish Democratic Executive Committee have a lot of people in that committee who um, who voted for uh, Madison O'Malley, 
who, you know, we've talked about in the past already. And we've also, uh, you know, the, the Orleans Parish Democratic Executive Committee has been useless. They did not do a good job getting out the vote. We maybe could have forced a runoff. Uh, then, of course, there's the State Central Committee, which also needs people. But then again, if I don't, even if I don't run for that seat, I'm going to try and get other people to run for those seats too. So, um, anyway, is that Khalil? Hello. Hey. What's hey, going on, Khalil? Going? Good. How are you? Pretty good. How's your weekend? It's going okay. Are we I got good? Some, I got, yep, I got a lot of art with me now, too. Very awesome. Good to hear. So um, how, would you, how was going to the um, Moms Demand Action? Did you, uh, did you talk to them about your idea, about the, uh, the guardrail idea? I talked to one of them, and they mm-hmm. said it was a good idea. Well, that's good. It all starts with it all starts with one, and then it can snowball to two, then four, then eight, et cetera, right? So, got to yep. start somewhere. So, yes, do. So, what else oh, is going on? Also, nothing much. I'm I'm also um, I also um, I'm meeting a federal policeman, and he's a very mm-hmm. friendly guy. He he uh, he's a federal police officer, and then he he might have some other federal police officers. I'm not gonna say who he is or where he's from. Not sure. that I don't trust you. I just don't want to say it. Sure. And he's very nice. He's very nice, and basically, like, um, he gave me a gift because mm-hmm. um, I watched the movie Mississippi Burning. I don't know if you've seen that. I don't know if I brought it up before. Hmm. But um, that that kind of attracted me to federal police officers because back in the 1960s, back in the 1960s, when you had um, in Jim Crow's days, you had to have people like the FBI, U.S. Marshals, ATF, going into these other places. Right. Yeah, you had to have the uh, you had. That's why you needed hate crime legislation because the state. The state wouldn't look at, wouldn't look into the deaths of like civil rights workers, like in, in the murders of Philadelphia, Mississippi. Um, you had yep. three civil rights workers, two of which were Jewish people, who were down there trying yep. to fight for uh, fought, trying to fight for civil rights, and um, they were murdered because they didn't like that type of behavior down here. And that's why uh, when uh, when when people try and argue that. Um, there was no Southern strategy by Reagan. I say BS because Reagan was the one who was down here who's talked about in Philadelphia, Mississippi, the place where those murders took place, starts talking about states' rights also, and blah, blah, blah. So, yeah, yeah. So Also, also when it came to child abuse, the, uh-huh. federal, the federal government, like the federal police had to step into that too. Child abuse hmm. and domestic violence and stuff like that, like when women and children were seen as property. The federal, right. yeah, have to have federal law. Did you know that they have to have federal police and federal law get involved with that too? Did not realize that part. I did not know that part. That that is definitely interesting to yeah. know. And but yeah, I'm I'm not surprised because definitely down yeah, here, you know, you have those antiquated ideas of you know, that's my property, my wife is my property type things. 
Yeah, like when it came to wife and children, the federal police were a little bit more, I don't know, federal police were a little bit more sensitive to things like child abuse and domestic violence. Mm-hmm. Well, you know. Well, if you're if your police officer's friend ever ever wants to talk, you know, on the radio, but off the record, and and like you know, don't have to say who he is, but if he wants to talk about any issues, he could feel free to email me or whatever. Be more than happy to have him on. But you know, that's cool too. I'm always looking for new guests and new topics to talk about if they feel like they want to do so. And um, anything else you want to add before I move on to the first uh, first topic of the day? Also, uh, did you know that back in the old days, police officers they used to be able to. Like, if police officers used to be able to, like, do things like um, get away with, like, not investigating child abuse and things like that and, like, child labor laws, they they basically not only allowed it, but they basically, they went against, you know, kids that that were forced into child labor or they went against kids that their parents abused them. Mm -hmm. You know that 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 happened back in those days? Oh, sure. I mean, I'm sure there was plenty of times where, where... Law enforcement turned blind eye because they probably felt that even if there was a law in the books that said, you know, uh, this is not legal, they probably be like, well, it's not that bad. And just, you know, you're you're a parent; it's your right to do whatever you want to do. Let's just walk away. Because many times, you law law enforcement officials have that ability to do so, and who's gonna who's gonna say anything, right? Right. But I'm glad it's not like that now. Right. Like, I believe in a balance. I believe in disciplining your children. Like, I'm not against spanking, but I'm against, like, bruises and punching and stuff like that. Yeah, my mom's a social worker, uh, and she she basically would tell the people, look, I'm not going to tell you you can't beat your kids, but I'm going to tell you you can't bruise your kids. I'm going to tell you you can't leave marks on your kids. If you leave marks, I have to take action. If you don't leave marks, I I, I can't take action because I have no evidence or proof that you did anything wrong. That's all I'm going to say about it. Um, I'm not necessarily a proponent of spanking myself, but I, I don't, I don't believe in it, but, um, we've never done it. Uh, then again, our kids tend to be regular, fairly well behaved anyway, which, you know, maybe this is cause we're awesome parents. You never know. Um, but the, uh, but yeah, I mean, I'm not going to say, I'm not going to say that it should be illegal to do it, but I, I think it should always be something that's like the last resort. Um, yeah, I agree with that. Like, well, like I'm not going to say, I'm, go ahead. Sorry, sorry about that. I have to no. hang up. Someone was calling me. Okay. I have to get back cool. to return the call. So, sorry about that. Oh, no problem. It was great having you on again, as always, Khalil. You have a great rest of your day. And uh, um, if, if you ever want to, you know, again, if you ever want to, you know, get a GoFundMe up going and just share some of that artwork, just let me know. And we'll, we'll share that link in the chat and let everybody know as well. Cool? All right. Yeah. Thank you. All right. You have a good one, man. You too. That was Khalil, everybody. So, good friend of the show. Regular caller. Awesome guy. Uh, one of these days, hopefully, we'll get to meet. Uh, one of these, I hope to get to meet more of the, more of the uh, people, more of, more of the listeners of the show. Um, so far, I'm up to two. <laughs> Wes, spanking doesn't work after the child can reason. Um, I would even argue that spanking doesn't work even when the child can't reason because all they're all they're thinking of is what the hell you're doing and I, now you're now you're hitting me too, and what what gives? So, um, uh, Wes, it's okay. I have I have a bunch of topics to hit on, so you don't have to call. <laughs> um, we don't need another episode of Wes's medical mysteries. 
Although it was fascinating to learn about that last time. Anywho. So let's talk about the first, uh, what's the first subject I wanted to talk about? Um, Donald Trump. So it was interesting that, you know, cheese bro flipped and I'll have to play the, the, the cheese bro chopper city one a little bit uh, again, but uh, Powell flipped when Powell flipped. Well, let's see. Well, cheese bro, oh, cheese bro, Powell flipped first, right? Powell flipped. So with Donald Trump, you had Powell flipping first and cheese bro wanted the cheese bro wanted the trial together and, Powell wanted it separately. I think that was the case. But Powell then decided that she was going to flip. And then as soon as Powell flipped, she's bro flips. And it just starts falling like dominoes. And I'm just like, oh, this is just looking bad for Donald. Because now that they start in this Georgia case, now that they're going to start getting these people falling in a row, now you're going to start seeing, I think, more people falling like dominoes and being like, okay, well, well, if these people are going to be giving up the goose, if these people are going to be uh, selling all, then we need to start giving ourselves up too, because we're going to be in even more trouble because they know, because these other people are going to know what they know. And that's how the Rico cases work is all the people, all the rats start jumping ship. But here's the, the biggest interesting thing that that came out of this is is because everybody was questioning on the news about well how much good information are you going to be able to get from Sidney Powell right because Sidney Powell was Trump's attorney and there's attorney client privilege that comes into play and the judge would have to rule that attorney-client privilege would not come into play because there's a crime that happens and you don't have attorney-client privilege if you're in the commission of a crime. So, but there would have to be a ruling on that and you could have appeals to that ruling, this, that, the other. But of course, Donald Trump likes to put his shoe in his mouth. Donald Trump likes to dig himself even deeper into the holes that he digs. And here he goes on Truth Social Sidney Powell was one of the millions and millions of people who thought in every increasing numbers still think correctly that the 2020 presidential election was rigged and stolen and our country is being absolutely destroyed because of it. Despite the fake news reports to the contrary and without even reaching out to the Trump campaign, Ms. Powell was not my attorney and never was. Wait, wait, wait. Miss Powell was not his attorney and never was. This means that she doesn't have to deal with attorney-client privilege, and she can say anything that the DA demands of her now. How dumb is Donald Trump? We've already covered how dumb he was in the deposition in the New York civil trial over the sexual abuse because he had the opportunity to walk back the statement about grabbing him by the hoo-ha and instead of just saying, oh, I was just joking about that. I, I just, I was just kidding. It wasn't real. It was just locker room talk. He was like, oh yeah, men of power do that. Dumbass. And instead of just 
saying, I don't know who this person is that you're showing me a picture of. And instead of going, oh, that's the, that's the woman who's making an accusation of me, he goes, oh, that's Marla. That, he confuses the one that he says isn't attractive with his wife, who he clearly, his second wife, who he clearly was, did think was attractive because he cheated on his first wife with his second wife, with her, with Marla. So putting lots of shoes, lots of foot in his mouth. How he manages to operate at all is, I mean, he's not as wealthy as he claims he is, clearly, because clearly he inflates his wealth for various reasons, as we're seeing in the New York trial. But the fact that he has the money that he does just goes to show you how much money can prop up anybody, including a really stupid idiot. And he is really, really stupid now for saying this, because he could have just said, she was my attorney, attorney-client privilege, she can't talk, blah, blah. But now he's now in public saying, she was never my attorney, never was, so there's no attorney-client privilege. Everything now that she knows, she can clearly say without a problem whatsoever. There's no conflict there. There's no attorney-client privilege. There's no, the DA doesn't even have to make an attempt at this point to be able to, to try and convince the judge to make something admissible. And if, the, and if Trump's attorneys try and say, well, she was the attorney, well, what about this other statement that he publicly said that she was never the attorney and never was? You're going to then have to prove in court that she was the attorney. Bring up the receipts. Find the receipts. Find the paperwork to show that there was an attorney-client relationship there. Because unless you can do that, you now have written evidence clearly stating that that relationship doesn't exist. And you have more written evidence clearly showing that Donald John Trump is a huge dumbass. It is what it is. Woo-wee. So, see, when I was little, my mom told me to go get a switch. I told the mother to go F herself. I ain't no electrician. <laughs> um, I'm beginning to think Donald don't think before he speaks. No, really, Jeff. <laughs> I think you're you have a valid point on that one. Um, I used to have I had I made a, a video during the pandemic about the difference of like it was between the 1890s and the 1990s or the 1890s and the and and now or whatever. And I think I might have used an oldie time looking filter. And I was like, what was it with with my youngest son? I was like, boy, get me my switch. And boy get me a switch or something and and he came back with a stick and it was like here you go paul and then i went back to a regular modern day filter or whatever i was like now in 2020 boy get me my get me a switch and then he brought me the nintendo switch and he was like here you go paul so i thought it was i thought it was rather amusing of course it didn't go viral or anything because you know nothing i ever do goes viral because i can't win for losing but you know it is what it is. Thank you, Donald. Um, 
I would have I just said something like that to my mom. She would have cried. Of course, she beat us with dowel rods. <laughs> nice. Um, but yeah. So that's one of the reasons why I think Donald Trump is going down in flames is simply because of the fact that he can't stop himself from talking. He can't, he's going to continue talking. He's going to, at some point, he's going to piss off one of these judges with one of these gag orders, and they're going to have no choice but to put him in jail. And that's going to be interesting. If they end up, if, 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 if one of the judges has to finally pull the trigger and say, I'm sorry, but you're going to be ran, remanded to custody. You have to go to jail now because you violated the gag order. We can't have you out here doing this. You need to be locked up. And then, oh, it's going to be interesting when that happens. Oh, Lord. We're going to have a whole big old mess, I think, when, when that happens. I don't even know when that happens. Like, it's, like, it's not a matter of if. It's a matter of when that happens because I think at some point Donald Trump is going to violate a gag order because I don't think it, I don't think it's within his capabilities to not violate a gag order because I think he views it as a challenge. I think he views you tell him not to do something. He's going to want to do it twice as badly. So I think it goes beyond protest outside the jail. I think, I think you might see more violence going on because you know, that's the way they be. You know, then, oh, it was a mostly peaceful protest, but, you know, then they'll ignore the people who tried to break into the jail and break Donald Trump out or whatever. So. So here's one of the things I want to talk about, again, is another Israeli-Palestinian issue, but it's kind of like. Kind of like dealing with the history. Let's see. What's your opinion about the cheese bro Rico? Oh, wait, before I get to the cheese bro thing and then the cheese bro point, I do feel like I need to play the, cho- the Chopper City cheese bro thing again. So let- let's play that real quick. Well, you dog, Liberty Land Chopper City is back. And while Trump tries to get away with stealing elections, we got some steals for you. Some trying to delay their trials, but others want to get them over as quickly as possible. In honor of them, we invite all you bros down to try one of our brand new choppers. Give them a speed test. If you get the fastest speed, you'll get to bring home a dozen wheels of cheddar. We're calling it the Liberal Van Chopper City Cheese Bro Speedy Trial. And in 2023, anyone can be a bro. Man, women, non-binary, gender non-conforming can all come down and try you a Harley today. Liberal Van Chopper City is a fictional establishment and we're not really giving away free cheese. So there you go. Wonder when the next Liberal Van Chopper City ad is going to come out. Um, here's the thing. With with cheese bro and the charges being uh, dismissed. I mean, there's always the possibility of federal charges coming down on them. So there's that because there was no deal. You can't make a deal when it comes to the federal charges. Uh, It's only a state deal. So there can only be federal charges that uh, come out. It's not, it's not, it's not both. It's just one. It's just one. If it, if it, if it, be. If him getting a deal and I think it was only one charge that was remained that he pled guilty to, and I think it's still a felony that he's pleading guilty to. And now, of course, because it's because it's a first time offense and he's pleading it because of the first time def- offense and he does certain things, whatever, he's going to get to do whatever it is and get it yeeted from his record at some point under Georgia law. I was lit watching the the long 
hearing over that once they announced that Cheesebro was was flipping. But here's if if it means the bigger fish fries, I couldn't care less about what happens with Cheesebro. Like if it means getting the bigger fish, I don't care. Throw the smaller fish away. The the damage that the bigger fish can do is much worse than any damage that letting the smaller fish go does. So has Trump said he barely knew Cheesebro yet? I'm not sure. Um, and apparently some people are now saying it's Chesbro, but enough people have said Cheesebro now. You can't unring the bell. I can't unhear it. I can't not say Cheesebro now. Unless he comes out and says, I would really appreciate it if people would just call me Chesbro, because that's how you pronounce my last name. Maybe then at that point I would respect his wishes. But um, <laughs> you may ask yourself, tell yourself, this is not my beautiful house. You may tell yourself, this is not my beautiful wife. Um, when the days go by, let the water hold you down. Sorry. Water flowing underground into the room again after the money's gone. Once in a lifetime, water flowing underground. Same as it ever was. Same as it ever was. Same as it ever was. Anyway. Um, <laughs> and again, I'm, I'm, I have no fears that I'm going to get copywritten. Copyright strikes on that because, you know, I suck. But... Let's see. <clears throat> My kids were fighting in the car. I drove them straight to the police station and asked an officer to explain to them why that was dangerous. Silenced the rest of the way home. Then everything again. Nice. Uh, Elizabeth thought that was interesting because Powell and Cheeseburger all have the goods, Flynn and Bannon and the like. So, yeah, I mean, and and it, and it's it's not, again, it's not just the main big fish. I mean, they could have enough information to nail all the other fish to the wall, too. So, and it might be to the point where you have enough information from Sidney Powell and Jeesbro that now all the other fish could be like, I want to, I want to, I want a deal. And they're like, nope, too late. Sorry. We offered you deals. We had the opportunity to deal. Now you can't. We've given out all the deals possible. No more deals for you. No deals for you. So, um, Wes, I disagree. There was a YouTube channel that got strike, got a copyright strike for simply doing the James Bond theme. They were going to, bum, 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 bum. they were doing that from the J, not the James Bond theme, the Mission Impossible theme. I'm sorry, wrong movie. They were doing the Mission Impossible theme, but they were just doing it with by them by with their own mouths and the the software that automatically picked up that. I guess was too sensitive and registered that as them violating their copyright and it automatically submitted a complaint because there's no human interaction. Uh, there's no requirement from YouTube to, for the people who submit copyright complaints to have a human check and say, look, okay, a human has checked off on this and verified that this is a valid copyright complaint before submitting it into the YouTube copyright strikes system and because of that they had to fight to get that strike taken away uh i think they were at risk of losing monetization because of it i don't think i think they eventually didn't 
lose monetization, but I think they are put at risk for losing monetization because of that strike. But again, it's stupid. And it's one of my rants that I have. It's one of my older videos on nerdydan.com about how I hate the fact how you have these automatic. So I mean, it's fine to have software that constantly pulls YouTube and looking for your copyright stuff. Fine. I don't care about that. That's smart. But you shouldn't just be able to just say, hit it, and then be able to submit it without human input. Because you don't know if the you, a software can't determine if it's fair use. Software can't determine if it's just like that. Somebody, apparently somebody doing it like it's independently, you know, somebody, I got a copyright strike once from this, was it, I think it was a Sochi Olympics or something. And it wasn't, I wasn't even using anything from the Olympics. I was using some, I was using, uh, I was using an ad by somebody else that was mocking the Olympics. They had done their own mock-up of the Olympic Games, but I guess it was close enough to looking like the Olympics that whatever software was picked to look at the YouTube ads was like, hey, this looks like the Olympics, so let's make a report. And I had to appeal. And at the time, I was monetized because this was before they made the change. And this is on my personal channel. Not, this wasn't on this channel yet. And I had to appeal, and, and the appeal worked because they're like, "Yeah, you're right. It was just a stupid one. It was it was actually a, a a copyright complaint from the Olympic Committee itself, and I fought against it, and I won. I fought the law, and the law won. Anyway, so um, the uh, but yeah, there should be a requirement." to science where you have to have a human being sign up. Cause there was one time I was doing just a fair use video. Like I, I, I took a video and I had like a little clip of game of Thrones, like a very small, tiny little clip. And I was making a commentary on that very small, tiny little clip. And I submitted the video at 10, 8, 10 PM, like exactly. And then my, in like three minutes into the video is when that clip was, Let's say, I don't know if that's exactly true, but three minutes into the video is when that clip would have, would have been seen. But I got the report that I had a copyright violation in it or whatever at one minute after posting the video. I'm like, there's, there's no way that anybody visually saw this and could have made the report. It had to have been an automatic thing. And had somebody had to review the automatic complaint they would have seen, oh, this is fair use. This isn't actually somebody trying to violate our copyright. It's allowable. So, so hey, Jackie, how's it going? Good to see you. Um, yeah, a lot of folks do dream of making a living on YouTube, and I'm sure a few usually do, but I'd like to be able to make a, a few a few extra shekels off of off of YouTube. It'd be great if I could, like, you know, make a, you know, five, six, seven, eight hundred bucks a month, maybe. That'd be sweet. If I can get if I can get monetized, but I need to get to a thousand subs before I can do that. And then I can have, you know, people doing super chats. And I can get subscriptions and whatever or whatever it's called here, memberships on YouTube. And then I could, you know, work on getting Twitch, becoming a Twitch affiliate under under Liberal Day and Radio and doing that. And then I can make money that way too. Like be cool. But can't do that by myself. So, anywho, back to the back to the story at hand. After I take another sip, 
hey, TV2, what's going on? Hey, Jesse Tesseract, you should see if armpit fart Mission Impossible can get a strike. <laughs> I don't know if I was ever that talented to be able to do that, let alone currently that talented to do that. I used to be able to, like, do, like, actually, I'm surprised I'm actually doing it now. I, I used I, I used to fail doing that. Like, for some reason, I'm doing it now. Like, I used to be able to be able to play music, like, doing a, so we'll see if that, if that generates a copyright strike. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah like like i could actually like do whole ass songs like that or whatever like just playing my playing my hands and people would be like people would be like how do you do they would like how do you and they'd be like trying to figure out how to do that and i'd be like it's just you just and it's basically like the same thing you would do with a flute, except it's kind of like sideways. Anyway, stupid Dan tricks. It's like, you know, these have stupid human tricks, just stupid liberal Dan tricks. <laughs> anyway, so. Clearly, we've been doing a lot of discussions about the problems between Israel and Hamas and the Israel-Palestinian issues. And uh, one of the things that has come up recently, uh, one of my friends posted this on Facebook, and we had a good conversation about it because he didn't know, um, is the, the idea of the uh, words, uh, from the river to the sea, Palestine will be free. And I have no doubt in my mind that there are many people who will say this phrase who really have no ill will and intent, no ill intent for the Jewish people, and they mean it in a peaceful way. They mean it just because they want the Palestinians and Jews to be able to live in the area in peace and harmony. They they don't want to have like segregated stuff. They just want one. They they want I guess a one state solution. I don't know how tenable that is, but they they don't want to simply like just wipe out the people in the area um they have good intentions with it but in reality there are strong anti-semitic undertones with that statement and that's the point why i'm discussing this here is that uh, it's not always the case and that why people should avoid using from the river to the sea uh because there are strong anti-semitic undertones and if you have to go kind of back in history too uh, Jews have a history of always being the minority wherever they are, and not just the minority, but different. And as such, because we're the minority and because we're different, uh, we make a very easy scapegoat. The Black Plague, for example, some sources that I see now saying that this whole idea might not be true, so you might need to take it with a grain of salt, uh, but it used to be said that because uh, Jewish people were blamed uh, for the Black Plague, plague because they were not dying from it as much as other people. Uh, but in reality, so there you must be the cause of the plague since you're not dying of it. In reality, uh, it was said that Jewish rituals of cleanliness based on, you know, washing of hands and how they deal with the dead and requiring the burial of the dead, you know, 
immediately instead of waiting had to do uh, with the spread of disease and why it was less in Jewish communities. But because people confuse causation and correlation, uh, they would say, oh, well, they're not clearly they're the cause, clearly they're the problem. Let's drive the Jews out or worse. So Jews are often driven out or worse. The pogroms in Russia, the Holocaust for the biggest example of them all. Hell, you know, blaming the Jews is a tale as old as time. I was once uh, watching something in high school by Louis Farrakhan. It was a video, and I had heard horrible things about Louis Farrakhan. And even in high school, I was not the type of person to just listen to what other people say and just believe it at face value. I wanted to know why he was such a bad guy, why everybody's villainized this, this guy and I'm sitting there, and I'm, I watched, it was a whole hour, and I'm watching him for the first 55 minutes, and all I hear him talking about is how uh, people in the black community need to uplift themselves, how they need to work together, uh, because, and, you know, we need, to, we need to look towards the future, and, and all of these things that he was, was saying was 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 uplifting and empowering and powerful and i couldn't find anything wrong with what he was saying what's i'm like what's wrong why, why do people hate this guy so much i i, I couldn't understand why and all, and then in the last five minutes he's like and it's all the fault of the jews and i'm like well there you go you got everybody all riled up and excited and believing in what you had to say and, and all like, yes, and let's go and let's do it. And, and you got them all, you got them all excited about what you have to say. And then all of a sudden, now you have a plan of action, blame the Jews. And that's how it often goes. What else happened in the, in the history of, of Judaism? In, in the 1940s, you had a lot of successful Jewish people living in the Middle East in various Arab countries outside of what was known as either the Palestinian Mandate or Transjordan or whatever. Uh, but once the state of Israel was created, uh, those other Arab countries seized the assets of those Jews, and those Jews only had one safe place to go, Israel. Uh, the creation of Israel was a global compromise. Basically, what do we do with these people that nobody else wants? Because even the United States with the Statue of Liberty beckoning for the wretched refuse, was like, nope, too wretched for us. We, we're going to turn them away. So the world plopped the Jews down in the middle of an area with other people that they didn't like as well. And they probably said to themselves, hey, let's put these two groups together, and they could spend the rest of their time fighting over this little parcel of land, and then we can make them hate each other and keep poking the bears and, and distract them from the rest of our other problems worldwide. So whenever we have another problem, we can just rile up the hornet's nest again and, and make them fight so now we can, hey, to pay no attention to the man behind the curtain. And since the creation of Israel, the Arab nations have tried repeatedly to wipe Israel off the map. Each time it was an attempt to at genocide. And then they gave up on country-on-country -country war and they went on to funding terrorist groups to go that route. And one of these groups, Hamas, was, was literally founded with the goal of eliminating Israel 
and throwing all the Jews into the sea. And there are people in Hamas who have used the from the river to the sea line, Palestinians will be free. So with the history of global genocide, like how people have wanted to rid their area of the Jews for millennia, for people wanting to clear Jews out of their cities, out of their countries, for attacking the Jews, whatever. We've always had to deal with that. And so when we hear from the river to the sea, Palestine will be free, what we hear is we'll be free of the Jews, especially when those statements are being said and repeated by people either in Hamas or people who are even supporting the actions of Hamas. So does that, so, but as I said in the beginning of the, of the video, there are people who may very well not know the history of other people who have used this term in a negative way. And that's why I don't immediately go yelling at people who say it. A friend of mine who posted that statement on Facebook, I was like, look, I know you and I trust you to be a good person. I was like, I, I, I believe that you don't have ill intent with this, but let me explain this to you why this is not a good phrase to say. And he thanked me for, for explaining it to him. Uh, and then somebody else who I know came and said, look, I, I've never heard this either. And I appreciate you coming and explaining it to us in a way that it was not argumentative, that was not accusational, that was not attacking. And, and even if she had said the same thing, I would understand because, again, I know that she is a very caring person, somebody who would never want to say anything that was meant as genocidal to the Jews. But make no mistake, when Jewish people hear from the river to the sea, Palestine will be free, we hear a clear implied will be free of the Jews. It, we hear a clear we, we, you can ask the people who say it, well, then what happens to Israel? What happens to the Jews in that case? Ask the people who say that. What, that, what would happen then to get an understanding of what their intent is with what, why they're saying those words, and then ask them, well, explain to them why, or maybe point them to this video, because this is going to be in its own separate video, why Jewish people view this word as being anti-Semitic, as being one that promotes the genocide of Jews from the area. It promotes ethnic cleansing of the Jews from the area. Can I make a good analysis? I don't know if this is the best one, but many people, if somebody say that they were swindled out of money or something, sometimes they'll use the word gypped, that they were gypped. But a lot of people don't realize the fact that it's a slur and to, to, to Romani folks and that you shouldn't be using that term, right? You shouldn't be using that term at all. But they don't realize that it's, that even the term gypsy is not a good word to use. I don't, I don't immediately attack people saying, but I, want to, I will explain to them why it's not good to use those terms. But again, just because you have good, you don't have ill intent, it doesn't mean you should continue using the word. And that's why you should stop saying that word. And that's why you should stop using the, from the river to the sea, Israel will be, or Palestine. That's why you should stop using the words from the river to the sea, Palestine will be free because 
you are basically saying words that have been used to justify the genocide of Jewish people in that area. We can find better ways to support the Palestinian people and find ways for them to be free and them to have self-governance without using terms that promote genocide of Jewish people in the area. And damn it, that went over 10 minutes. I was hoping that wouldn't go over 10 minutes. Do, 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 do. Roll back, see if I missed anything. How many are trying that right now? I wonder how many people were trying to do Mission Impossible with their armpits. <laughs> Dan Dynamics. Two, two, two. You can have Dan Dynamics. Uh, why do they call it? Uh... Oh, big hook. Pish, pish. Uh, during the Black Plague in England, didn't people's bodies waste to get thrown in the streets? A lot of the times, yeah, but you were probably wouldn't have had that in like Jewish communities. You probably would have been more clean about things. And as such, they might have been less likely to spread the disease. Um, you also wouldn't have, you know, maybe you might have, you had rats spreading the plague and Jews wouldn't be typically eat rats because rats aren't kosher, I think. Uh, so therefore you wouldn't, you wouldn't have Jewish people, Jewish people wouldn't be trying to eat those and therefore it'd be less likely to consume them, less likely to consume the disease or whatever. Um, they heard that lady stabbed by the landlord is out of the hospital and home, whereas home, the same place she was stabbed, inquire must want to know. Um, I mean, home is probably the same place, uh, but I think the guy is in, in, in jail, so hopefully she's safe. Hopefully she can sue him and take the take ownership of the property and now and then doesn't have to rent anymore. Um, big hook. Big hook. Dog whistles and anti-Semitic propaganda have been going on forever. It's always easier to blame others for your lot in life than the people who cheat the system and rely on green drive. I mean, yes, I mean, blaming others for your lot in life is, is one thing, but correctly pointing out anti-Semitism is not blaming others for your lot in life. Um, let's see. I met a guy this weekend using all kinds of slurs. Smoking a cigar, black and mild, that seems funny to me. Okay. Um, let's see what time is this? All right. Wow, it's only 8.51. It seems like it's been longer than that. I don't know. That's weird. So weird. Um, do we have any news? Let's see if we have any news on the um, House Speaker meeting. If, if they've come out of that one yet. Um, House Speaker vote update, eight Republican candidates um, compete for support in private forum. Two Republican nominees have already quit. Yeah, we know about that. Um, House of Rep I love the, the NBC has a clock. The House of Representatives has been without a speaker for 20 days, 5 hours, 6 minutes, and 55 seconds as of right now. Uh, yeah, that's just wonderful. 
It, I mean, the fact that Gates acted without having an, a replacement already picked that already had the backing of 216 votes. Because, I mean, you, never, you weren't going to have the backing of, you know, the current Speaker of the House. He wasn't going to vote against himself. But if you couldn't, if you couldn't have 216 people or not even do, even if you needed, I guess you needed 217 of the 221 or 222 or whatever, or I guess you have 222 Republican members. So if you, if you couldn't have had 217 people already lined up to vote for somebody before putting forward the call to out, to out, oust the speaker, how dumb are you? I mean, it's Matt Gates. We know how dumb he is, but again, how dumb are you? Pretty darn dumb, right? Pretty darn dumb indeed. Gates did that for attention and chaos. Well, sure. Because he has no desire to actually, again, they don't like leading. They don't want to lead. They can't lead. They only wish to create as much of a problem as they possibly can. And that's it. It might already be time to start doing some of the uh, to start doing some of these videos. Do I want to do this one sight unseen? Ooh, that's a long ass video. I don't know if I want to do that video because that's long. That's like that's an entire ass show. I don't know if I want to do an entire ass show. I think I just want to do clips. So we're not going to do an entire ass show of Pearl, even though it is Pearl and and she has some pearls. She has some gems to, to mock. Of course, I did the whole Israel thing. I didn't change the, I didn't change the background of it. Of course, of course, of course. I forgot that I had a separate background to use for that particular thing. I was all ready, and I didn't do it right. Again, as I said, it's been a long day. Ooh, there is this one I wanted to do. So let's. Uh... So again, we're going. It's already on mute. Did we want to do this one as well first? I think this was one I also wanted to do. So we'll do this one, and then we'll do the next one, and then we'll do some other ones as well. So. Um... Let's go ahead and switch to the alternate. Get the Venmo up. Where we want to put the Venmo? I don't know. Put it up in the corner so it's not blocking anybody's face. So let's pop back open the stream as well. Republicans don't govern. They destroy mechanisms of government that are supposed to be used to make people's lives better. The billionaires don't want to pay taxes, so they try and block it. Of course, well, that's why they. Uh, that's why under Bush, two and beyond, they got rid of uh, so many enforcement agents for the IRS. That's why we need to rehire a bunch of them. And even though the eighty-seven thousand people that are being hired are not necessarily all enforcement agents, some of them are back back of the house type folks for the IRS. But you know, we're not. We don't have enough people that the IRS doesn't have enough manpower 
to do enough audits of the wealthy folks to be able to get enough of those people audited to make sure that they're paying their fair share in taxes. So is this the game of spot the sex doll? I mean, it's pretty easy. I mean, you know, it's right there. So, but yeah, the whatever podcast is rather ridiculous. And the whatever podcast also, they're much more religious-y, I guess, than the, than the other ones uh, that are, than the other one, the uh, fresh and fit one. The fresh and fit ones are, are le- they're less about religion and more about um, getting what's mine's, I guess, but they're still terrible. They're both terrible. They both, they both represent toxicity, and that's why we respond to them. Though I don't necessarily know. I mean, I, I don't know if this is going to run its course too soon or not, because I don't want to just keep beating a dead horse. So I guess that's up to y'all to determine if I need to find either new people to respond to or if I need to find maybe different topics to respond to for these things because, because I don't want to keep saying the same things over and over again. Although sometimes with some of these people, you have to give multiple examples to prove to them why these people are horrible. So that's why, you know, we're often responding to the same political points over and over and over again. That's why we have to make the same points about Donald Trump. That's why we have to make the same points about why the election wasn't stolen over and over and over again. So, and Jackie, you're laughing, but there is a sex doll in this video. She's there. Um, they, they, for some reason, even as religious as they are, they have a sex doll just sitting there. So anyway, let's, let's we'll go ahead. And it's just a reminder to anybody who hasn't seen me do these reaction videos before. At the end of these videos, I usually announce the videos as a, as a start. And at the end of the videos, I will say, you know, do the like and subscribe. Thank you. Have a good day. Goodbye. And I'm, so I make it sound like I'm ending a video, but I'm not ending the video. So for anybody who hasn't seen these, me do one of these live yet. I, I do it as if I'm recording a video and as such make it easier for me to then upload it immediately and I don't have to do much editing, hopefully. Sometimes I do, like the one with Crowder that I had the other day, the shorter one with Crowder uh, and the Fresh and Fit guys, I did have to edit their slurs out because, ugh. Jeff, yes, there is. Um... Well, there are many there are many things that Donald Trump has used that are from the Hitler playbook, and nobody wanted to believe me back in 2016 when I kept saying using the Hitler playbook constantly. Nobody wants to listen to Dan. I should put myself just like right here in the middle of the table, but they they switch camera angles, so it doesn't matter where I go. They're all it's, it's going to be there somewhere. So anyway, welcome back to another. Uh, unraveling toxic masculinity video this time we're again looking at the whatever podcast and this one is titled she thinks men should date trans women so clearly this is gonna i haven't seen this video yet clearly it's going to come with much of the stuff that you would expect uh, and we'll, we will dissect what is said uh, in the video as it goes on so let's start and see where it goes blurry so let, let me see if we can get it down to being less blurry i don't know i'm trying to move the mouse in the wrong area 
We're just going to expand that a bit. And then let's make this its own. Eh. All right, there we go. Maybe this will be less blurry. What's up, Cynthia from Texas? Good to see you. Anywho, so let's let's continue with let let's let's actually we're gonna stop the video. We're gonna restart it because I think it's would be easier to easier to watch this way now because it's 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 I don't know for some reason it's it's blurrier than I thought it would be. It seems to be very bad resolution. I don't know why it is bad resolution, but it, it is what it is. I don't have that screen open, so sorry. Have to steal. I have to steal you. I have to steal your line, Donald. Have to steal your line. Anyway, welcome back to another another episode of Unraveling Toxic Masculinity. Uh, here we have the Whatever Podcast talking about she thinks men should date trans women, and so obviously we're going to deal with you know your standard tropes here. But let's let's see what they have to say, and let's see how it goes. Ooh, much clearer now. It's just a matter of fact. It's not a matter of science. I mean, I could go put up, post up examples of, um, let's see, scientific American... uh, Do, 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 do. We're going to pull this down there. I mean, sex redefined from the Scientific American. The idea of two sexes is overly simplistic. Biology, biologists now think there is a larger spectrum than just binary female and male. As a clinical geneticist, James, blah, 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 blah. So there's this one article that I highly suggest you look at. Um, it's in the Scientific American. You can easily find it on Google. Maybe I'll put it in the article about it as well. There's also uh, Scientific American. Let's see, Scientific American uh, gender. There should be another one. Is it? Is it or is it the why human sex is not binary? I think that's the one. That's the one with the with the um, why human sex is not binary. Is this the one with the picture? No, it's not the one with the picture. There are several ones that have a picture, uh, but that that I'll have to find that picture. But that being said, uh, she's just stating her opinion. It's not a fact. Science agrees with the idea that there are that gender is not as simple as your you know, fifth grade science class would like to make it out to be. And I think that's where these people stopped going and stopped paying attention to science was in fifth grade science. So let's continue. I have an example of a friend who is, was born and was put female on his, on his birth certificate. And had all the parts that one might have uh, of of a woman, but and is considered a trans man in in most spheres, 
Bud is XY chromosomally. Again, gender is not as simple as you want to make it out to be. Dress up like a mime, that's ridiculous. And I've had several episodes with Evie Winters on the show, or Evie Winters is a trans woman who discusses many things. Uh, she, has, um, she has a Facebook page educating people about uh, trans issues. And if you're on Facebook and you're not a member of that group, I'll let you know. It, it's, it's, it's a very important thing to be a part of and to learn about. If you don't know about trans issues, you really should know about it. You really should learn about it because there are a lot of people who are ignorant on these issues and clearly this woman is one of those people who are ignorant on the issues pertaining to how gender and sex operate and how trans people are really the people who they tell you that they are Oh, I think that's how it happens. So therefore, that's how I'm going to assume it's going to be. I'm sure this person has never had a conversation, has never done any research into how it's done. There is a lot more that goes into it than just, oh, let's go doctor shopping and find. No parent is going to do that for their kid. No parent is just going to say, oh, let's, let's just on a whim find somebody who's just going to hand out the hormones. No, don't be stupid. Look in the stories. I'm sure the stories are totally unbiased and not at all misrepresentative of the actual cases and actual how things go. Or maybe you might be able to find an outlier or two and the outlier doesn't prove that the regular way of doing things isn't still legit. Uh, most of the people uh, don't think that children should be getting gender reassignment surgery. Like very few, if any kids can get any sort of procedure done on themselves. If you go to any of these clinics, even the ones that these bigots are complaining about, you will see that there are policies in place that require that the first thing in order to get bottom surgery is you have to be 18. And, and you also have to be at least a year into hormone therapy. So you probably have to be 19. Having children, being able to actually give birth is not a requirement to be a woman because there are women who can't give birth. And there are also trans men who can give birth and you can be a parent and adopt. So all of those arguments are irrelevant to the conversation. Nobody's trying to be her. Come on. They're trying to be themselves. People are trying to be their authentic selves. They're not trying to be you. Me and this one are, are just right there. Like, I, look, I'll give the whatever people credit. The one in the hat, I don't know her name, but the one in the hat seems is pretty sharp. Usually they don't like to have 
sharp people. I've only found one that like was owning them. That was the uh, lawyer who does OnlyFans. Um, and she's great. She does great argument. She just makes great arguments against what they have to say. But she's holding her own right now. And, and I, I'm liking this one, too. She's doing a great job holding her own against this bigot. I have a whole rant about that as to hold the whole fairness of, of biological, as they say, biological men, uh, trans, young trans women playing in, playing in sports. Maybe I'll do that rant later. Um, I have it all in my Google Keep so I could just read it verbatim. But let's continue. But part of that rant that I do is that with toxic masculinity, this is a relevant part to this video, toxic masculinity makes it so that nobody who is a cis man is going to want to pretend to be a woman simply to do those things. I mean, it might be a funny trope that used to be a part of 80s movies, but in reality, nobody is going to do that. Nobody's going to pretend to be a woman to try and do certain things because at the end of the day, they're going to be mocked and ridiculed by their peers because the idea that they're walking around as a woman is going to, they're going to be made fun of it because of toxic masculinity. It's hard enough for trans women to come out of the closet and say, I am a trans woman for fear of being mocked and ridiculed. Where's the point about dating, dating about men dating trans women though? We have not hit that part yet. So interesting, false advertising so far. Who are, nobody's doing it as a trend. All right, now you've lost me. Don't agree with, don't, don't give this bigot anything. Nobody is doing this as a trend. It's not a trend to be trans. Come on. There are people with gender dysphoria who do have a mental illness, who do have to be dealt with. That is in the DSM guide, but you don't need gender dysphoria to be trans. Some people are trans and have gender euphoria, and they're euphoric when they, when, they, when they are the gender that they are, and they're affirmed as the gender that they are instead of the gender that they were assigned or assumed. Does anybody still need to be told where the sex doll is? That is a valid point that she is raising that you should not have to be denied a surgery that you need to treat your endometriosis. It's not, but you should be mad at trans folk for being able to do that. You should be mad at the system of healthcare that we have and that we can't implement something like universal healthcare to get that done. Be mad at the insurance companies. Be mad at government for not passing laws that will enable you to do that. Don't be mad at trans folk because they can get a surgery that they need and you can't get the surgery that you need. Exactly.
I don't believe that trans people can get surgery so easily. Where's the should date men? Where is where is this part? I like false advertising. Here it comes, maybe. Bottom surgery. There's several different types of bottom surgeries that you could have. Again, they should probably go to the you need to learn more about uh, trans people or whatever Facebook page, and they can find out all the examples of surgeries that one might be able to have if you're a trans woman seeking to have said bottom surgery. All right, so here's my deal on that. Here is my deal on that. You are not required to date anybody that you're not attracted to. Period. End of story. You're not, a, you're not required to date anybody you're not attracted to. So if you see somebody and you're not attracted to them, don't date them. If you see somebody and you are attracted to them, date them. <clears throat> if they want to date you, it's as simple as that. Now, if he were to go approach a, a trans woman and were to be completely honest with that trans woman and say, hey, I do this whatever podcast and I talk about how I enforce all these toxic masculinity ideas, I'm sure most trans women would be like, ew, who needs you? And would probably reject him out of hand regardless. So this is an issue that would never take place and never happen. He is probably, ne if, if he would probably argue that a trans woman should be required to reveal their transness before dating. Well, shouldn't he then be required to share his uh, anti-transness before dating? He should be able. He should be. He should. Be, he should have this placard. I I don't date trans people, and then they could be like, okay, bye, see you, without them ever having to reveal themselves as trans or not. Because let me tell you, it's much safer for him to reveal his anti-trans stance than for them to reveal the fact that they're trans. Right. Now, this is not to say that people shouldn't have to gain consent for certain sexual activities. Let's say you haven't had bottom surgery, right? Let's say you haven't had bottom surgery, and let's say you are a trans woman because you're not required to have bottom surgery to be considered a trans woman. You're a trans woman before transitioning. You're a trans woman after transitioning. You're a trans woman if you never transition. Simple as that. You're always a trans woman if you're a trans. You're always a woman if you're a trans woman. Simple as that. But if there is a sexual act that you're participating in, and you wish to have somebody perform certain acts with you, or you want to have somebody touch certain things or have certain things of yours touch them, you need to get consent for that. So there's going to have to be a conversation that takes place at some point for that to happen. But post-gender reassignment, when there's a 
when you have all the female parts that are there, right? You have boobs. You have you have a uh, you have a vagina. And if if this if this dude has no clue that the person who he's hooking up with or whatever is a trans woman, do they have to reveal? No. But again, you are under no if you're not attracted to the person, then you're under you have no requirement to be dating them. Like I'm not attracted to all women. I'm not attracted. I mean, there and there are people. I, I label myself as pansexual because I've dated non-binary folks. I've been attracted to non-binary folks. There are there are transmasculine folks who I'm attracted to. Um, Elliot Page, I think, is a very attractive person. Elliot Page is transmasculine. Um, I dated somebody in the past who, after they passed away, I found out he turned out to be a trans man. Uh, he was not out of the closet at the time when we dated. Had he uh, come out of the closet while we dated, I would have not. I would have still respected his pronouns, and I still would have continued to date him. Um, so that's why I call myself Pan is because that doesn't mean I'm attracted to all guys too, but I was attracted to him because there was an attraction there. Um, simple as that. So, but I'm, I'm not, there's not a requirement to, for him to date any woman that he's not attracted to, but the way you word it can also be done in a nice way. Like, you know, you could, you could say, you don't have to say, like there are people who would be like, well, I will never date a fat person or whatever, because I've I've just dealt with some anti-fat stuff over on another video site. Um, had to explain to them about the whole correlation and causation, or whole the whole connection between childhood abuse and uh, morbid obesity. Um, but you know, there are people who would be like, they they wouldn't want to date somebody who was obese. That's fine. You don't have to date anybody that you're not attracted to. But the way you word your desires can be done in a, in, a, in a way that's nice and in a way that's terrible. You could just say, well, I'm only going to date people that I'm attracted to, and that's it. You don't have to, you don't have to say, well, I'm not going to date a fanny or whatever. You could just say, I, I just, I'm, I'm only going to date people that I'm attracted to, and I'm not attracted to that person. Simple as that. But they don't like to make it. They like to manufacture these, these scenarios that trans people are out to get them. You can adopt. You can have that conversation. And if you meet somebody and you could meet somebody who is a cis woman, and that cis woman might not be able to have children. And then what happens? Are you going to not marry that person? Because if you fall in love simply because of the fact that they, you find out that that person is incapable of having a kid, or are you going to adopt? Then make that known from the start. Say, it's very important for me to, when I date somebody that I want to be able to have kids with them in the long term. If I have a long-term relationship with somebody who I'm seeking to get married, I want to get married, I want to have kids. Put that out there. Let that be known that eventually when you're seeking to date somebody for a long-term relationship that you're going to want to have kids with that person. And that person can say, well, I'm incapable of having kids. 
And that has that could be the end of it. Then you can say, okay, see ya. Doesn't have to be a conversation about if they're trans or not, or whether or not they have they've had uh, their uterus removed already, or they're just just have some condition that prevents them from having kids altogether. Doesn't matter. They can just be upfront and say, look, I can't have kids. I'm sorry. Then if if it's important for you to have to have kids that are both yours and the uh, and your spouses then we're not going to be a fit. And let that, that be the end of it. Again, we're back on the same page. So there you go. So what do you think? Agree or disagree with my comments? Leave your, leave your own comments below. Remember to like and share. And as always, have a good day. Anyway. See how many freaking people are on the show. They tend to have lots of people on the show, mostly women. Um, sometimes I'll have occasional dudes who will come on the show as well. I haven't, I haven't shown their examples of the shows where they've had some of the really toxic dudes on. Some of the really toxic dudes. They've had some doozies on. Um, I haven't gotten to those yet. Um, Way to know your topic before making a video of these kids, Jesus. Are you talking about me or are you talking about the people in the video? Um, I would hope you talk about the people in the video. A common sense doesn't apply when you're promoting outrage and trying to distract from important issues that truly affect you. Sure. Um, he probably thinks they should have a T tattooed on their forehead or something. Probably. Uh, I've never seen a difference, uh, trans, blah, 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 blah. If you love them, you love them. Exactly. Jews were required to wear gold stars and were eventually tattooed with numbers. Yes, they were. Um, Trucker John, I'll admit, I'm just 100% ignorant of a bit as long as I, I care. As, I don't care as long as people are happy. Uh, you could shut down our whole show, Dan. Just tell that's the best thing about communicating. <laughs> I mean, I actually have had thoughts about that. Like, I, w I was like... What if, if one day I would become big enough to I would be, make the radar of the whatever folks and or the fresh and fit people that I would be able to go out. I think they're both out of Miami. I might be wrong, but I think they're both out of Miami. So if one day I'd be able to go out to Miami one day and hit up their podcast and be able to have these conversations with them, that would just be epic. Thank you, Jojo Mojo. Thank you, Jojo Mojo, Jojo. I figured you were talking about the other people, but I just wanted to make sure. Um, let's have a discussion on a non-issue that affects my life in no way for shits and giggles and get upset over non-existent prejudice. Exactly. Well, that's part of what toxic masculinity is. It, it's A lot of it is just, we're going to be mad about things that we have no reason to be mad about. Speaking of which, ah. Uh, um, I'm, I'm managing to not screw up my uh, Google Keep. Do, do, do. We're going to, we are going to get back over here to the alternate scene or whatever. And. I hate with the shorts. 
I would just do it like this. I'll do it like this. So if we need to, if we need to make it, if we need to make it smaller, we can just make it smaller like this. So I'm responding at the bottom. <laughs> so, but in, on the big term, you'll be able to see it this way. So here we go. I've labeled this one mad at biology. Um, but this one is labeled uh, men have no say in this. So we're going to refresh. So this one is called uh, men have no say in this. So let's let's see what they have. Men have no say in. Oh, wait, it's muted. Hold on. I'll have to start over again. All right. Again, but unraveling toxic masculinity, a short men have no say in this. Let's say pay child support because that's what you need to do. You need to take care of the children that are created from your sperm. Now, there are some circumstances where I don't agree where this is the case. Like if the man was sexually assaulted and uh, the uh, woman obtained um, the sperm from a sexual assault, then maybe at that point, there should not be no responsibility. Like in the case where like if a teacher uh, rapes a student, an older woman teacher rapes a student and a child happens, I don't think that child should be responsible for, to pay child support as an example. But normally speaking, if you consent to sex, you are consenting to pay child support for the children that are created. Let's continue because we all know where this is going. It's not that you shouldn't have done that, but you just have to be ready. To, maybe you should have used a condom or take responsibility for your own sperm. There is a strict legal liability when it comes to sperm and your DNA. Because here's the thing. They are mad at biology. They are mad at biology because biology gives the people who are pregnant more risk. If you take on more risk, you should have more of a say. So as the person who's providing the sperm, you don't have any biological risk when it comes to gestation. You release the hounds, and then your job is done unless the child is born and then you have to pay the child support to support your kid. But when somebody has, the, has to face gestation and the risks that come with gestation, yes, they now have an additional choice where they get to decide if they are going to continue on with the pregnancy or not. And if a child is born of that pregnancy, then they are also required to pay. And there are, there are circumstances where you have dudes who sue for custody, who get custody, and then the woman has to pay child support. Why? Because that's how it happens. Now, 
more often than not, a lot of times women will get custody because we live in a patriarchal society that treats women as the child raisers and men as the providers. And so that's why we need to unravel toxic masculinity because we need to unravel the patriarchy so we can get rid of antiquated gender roles so people can have equal roles when it comes to raising kids. But you're mad at biology. You're mad that biology put more risk on the people who gestate than on the people who provide semen. So no, the law is perfectly fair when you consider that there's more risk there. You're not taking as much, any, more, any risk beyond you just, that's all you have to worry about. Maybe getting an STI if you're not careful. The other person has to deal with changes to their body, has to deal with perhaps preeclampsia, perhaps many other issues that could change in their body for nine months of gestation. So yes, they get to make the decision. Furthermore, this completely ignores cases of sexual assault where you know somebody might not have had the decision whether or not to open their legs or not. And in those cases, absolutely, they need to be able to take care of the situation in a way that they see fit. Then again, I'm supportive of choice in all circumstances. Because of biology, you're, you have an option. Make sure that if you're going to sleep with somebody, make sure that they agree with you on what you feel is your... Because here's the thing. This is what this argument always comes down to. And I've had arguments with these type of dudes online all the time. And it starts off, it always starts off with if a man can be forced to pay child support, then a woman should be required, can be, should be required to not have an abortion. It always starts that way with these guys. It always starts with, if I can be forced to pay child support, then you should, if, if I have to have consequences for my actions, then you have to have consequences for your actions. That's where it starts. Inevitably, these conversations always end up I don't think the short ends up here, but inevitably this, this type of conversation with these type of dudes always end up with, well, then if you get to have an abortion without me having a say as to whether or not you have an abortion, then I shouldn't have to pay child support if I don't want to pay child support. That's what, that's what their whole argument is all about. That's their end game. Their end game is never about really wanting to stop the woman from having an abortion their argument because they don't care about that their end game is they want to have what they view as consequence free sex and they don't want to have to pay child support for any children that are created from their semen if it's not somebody that they're going to be married to like they don't want to have to support their own kids because the person who they were with uh wouldn't abort if they did if they they want to be able to say whether or not the person should abort or not, but they want to have control over their bodies regardless. But since they can't, 
then they're going to say, well, since they can't do it, I'm going to then want to say that I have to, I should be able to not be able to pay child support, which is what it always comes back around to. They always, they don't want, they want to be able to get out of paying child support. It's immature and it's childish, but that's what it, 99 times out of 100, when the arguments start off like this, that's where it ends up. Tale as old as time. Well, you do have an option. Again, make sure that the people you are having sex with agree with you on when it, when it comes to what might happen if there is a pregnancy that occurs. Understanding the fact that they could always change their mind or just don't have sex with those people. Again, as I've said several times in these videos, you know, guys, these guys will, will be critical of women who are out there enjoying themselves, having a good time. But these men are the ones that are wanting to be sluts. The men here that are, they're wanting to be sluts. Stop being such sluts. If you're worried about these things, take control over your own body. Don't put out as much. Keep your thing in your pants. Only have sex with somebody you want, you want to marry. Keep yourself chaste and pure till marriage. Keep yourself high value. And that way you'll be sure, you'll be assured that you will never have a situation where somebody is going to force you into 18 years of child support. Practice what you preach. When it, when, if you expect women to be chaste and pure when you get to marriage, do the same thing for yourself. Keep it zipped in your pants. Don't be a slut. It's as simple as that. Hey, I kept that one under 10 minutes. Let's see, I would say generally speaking that someone who identifies as a female as a sexual relationship with a female, they can be considered as a lesbian. That's my opinion. True. That is correct. Um, he wants to be able to force medical procedures. So like, no, and he really just wants to be able to get out of child support. That, that's, that's the end of it. Um, I was a single dad of two. Mom never paid child support. That's unfortunate. Um, preconception dating agreement document signed. I mean, still, I don't know if you could have such an agreement. I don't know if such agreement is a force, but I don't think, I don't know if you can, you can sign an agreement that makes it, I don't think, I don't know if you can sign an agreement that would make you not, not have to pay child support if legally you're required to pay child support to support your own kids. Um, I, and you also wouldn't be able to have a preconception agreement where the person would say, well, I won't get an abortion if I get pregnant because like there are situations where you have people who use surrogate mothers uh, in situations where that, where the, you'll have the sperm and the egg of a couple, but the, the, the wife can't gestate. And as such, you use a surrogate uterus in another woman and that person will have will gestate for the couple but then that person might change their mind and in many states i think in almost all states uh at least where abortion is legal that person still has the ability and the to change their mind and say okay no i want to have an abortion i i i 
I remove myself from this agreement. Now, they don't have to pay for the abortion. They could probably be forced to refund uh, whatever, whatever by contract they would have to refund to these to the couple who wanted who paid money for the services. That being said, you can't just force people to to gestate. You can't force people to remain pregnant, and you can't deny children the support that they need, or you shouldn't be able to deny the children the support that they need. Of course, we have a system that fails many people, unfortunately, like like Jeff, like you say. Jeff, I got custody of the kids. I had to pay her alimony. It was $1 a year. Wow. Um, when I used to club, I always thought it was a mutual agreement. Flush the kids. Keep it simple. <laughs> That's why to just take care of your children. How else how to just understand? They don't understand it. They they can't understand it. They don't have they can't grasp this argument. They don't understand how uh get a vasectomy, then a, then be a slut. Well, get a vasectomy and just remember that when you get a vasectomy that there's a few rounds left in the chamber. Because there was a story at work that I heard. I don't think it was somebody at work, but it was a friend of theirs where they wanted a girl. They really, really, really wanted a girl. And so they tried and they had a boy. They tried and they had a boy. They tried and they had a boy. They gave up. He had a vasectomy. The, uh, the doctor failed to tell him that after the vasectomy, there still might be a few rounds left in the chamber. So the wife got pregnant again. Twin girls. Fortunately for them, it was twin girls. But let me tell you, those are some stubborn. But they were like, "This is our last shot. We need to make. We need to make this count." Twin girls. So, again, and I have another. There's other, like I, I've known two couples at least, and I've heard of others where they thought that they were infertile, where they thought that something was the problem. I don't know, I don't know in each circumstance if, it was the, if there was a diagnosis on the wife or the husband, but in both cases, they, um, they, uh, in both cases, they just tried and tried and tried and could never have a kid. So they gave up and adopted. And once they adopted, all of the stress of trying to have a kid disappeared because now they have a kid. Now they've adopted. And guess what happened? They got pregnant. So after adopting a kid, they had a kid. And in one case, they have several at this point now. So it's amazing how stress, how much stress we put in ourselves to have children and how, how much stress can play a part in preventing people from having kids. Um, so we didn't have, we didn't have that situation. Unfortunately, we, we were, we, we, uh, we were able to conceive rather easily with our, with our two boys. So, um, Let's see, what time is it? 9.45. Is there a time to do one more? There might be time to do one more. Ooh, there's this one. I think this one was a good one to end with. 
there's another short thing I want to talk about before um, before um, before we go after I do this other last reaction video. All right. Talk about pressure. See, N9 kids, so it took 20 years younger than friends. No kids. I guess N9 is no. No kids, so I took look 20 years younger than friends that have kids. I mean, people think I look young, and I have two kids. So, I mean, I told, I've told people my age and they're like, wow, like I was, when I drive Uber and, and people, there was one time when I like, I remember I picked up some people at Tulane and this girl got in and I was, I looked at her and I'm like, are you, I'm thinking to myself, are you old enough to be in college? Like, Jesus. Only reason I didn't question her because I was picking them up from Tulane. Um, so I knew that they had to be college in college. Um, but I like offered like mints or water and charging cables or whatever. And she was like, Oh my God, you're the goat. Do you know what the goat is? And I was like, greatest of all time. Duh. And she was like, wow, my brother's in his twenties and he doesn't know what the goat is. I'm like, you think I'm in my twenties? She's like, yeah. I'm like, I'll take it. I mean, I wasn't in my, I wasn't even my thirties. I think I was in my, let's see, what was I? I was probably, I had probably just hit 40, maybe 41, 42, maybe. I don't remember exactly what, what year that was, but yeah, I mean, I was, I was in my early forties, maybe about seven years ago, but yeah, I was like, all right, I'll take it. You think I'm in my twenties? That's cool. Um, and then there was another time when I had I picked up a bachelorette party and the one in the in the front seat we were talking about stuff and and uh, she was like like I won't do like somehow age came up and I was she was like what you must be like 33 34 I'm like I'm like 42 she was like good for you like obviously she thought I looked much younger than I was so clearly my kids haven't aged me that poorly. So bicycle bike, I'm almost 65. I was mistaken for 40 something. Well, there you go. That's always, always a good thing, right? So anyway, let's let's record this one thing. Another uh, reaction video to uh, this time the Fresh and Fit podcast, and this one is called the Problem Love. As we wait for it to load. What do you get when you fall in love? This and this one, I, I'm not a therapist and I didn't stay at a Holiday Inn Express last night, but I think this one tells you probably all you need to know about Myron from the Fresh and, Fresh and Fit podcast. I mean, all rationality goes out the door, out the window when you fall in love as a man. I mean... I'm in love with my wife, very much so, and I don't think I've lost all rationality, clearly, but I think he, I either think he got burned when he was younger in a relationship, and it has scarred him so much that he was in love with this, he was in love with somebody, maybe, he was in love, 
he 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 worshipped the ground that she walked on, and he she just trampled his heart. And the way that he dealt with it is this instead of seeking therapy. Or maybe something happened in maybe his parents, where he saw something happening with his parents, or maybe his dad made mistakes because his dad was in love or something, or maybe his mom did. I don't know. But I clearly hear there is an issue from his past where he got burned, if not once, maybe twice, maybe even three times. I don't know. There was, there was enough times where he got burned in a relationship where he was in love with somebody, and he got hurt so bad that he has now walled himself off where he can love somebody but never be in love with somebody. So he, 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 that's why, that's probably why he views women in the way that he does is because he doesn't allow himself to do that because has allowed himself to just view all women as the one or two or three who treated him like crap when he was very young, I'm assuming. <laughs> I have been in love with many women. You know, I, I, I am somebody who falls hard and it falls quick. And I'll say that I, I've, I've had deep feelings for people in the past. Um, I absolutely love my wife with all my heart. And I've never had any desire to hit anybody. So I completely reject your argument that falling in love with somebody is going to make you lose rationality and then make you want to hit them because you then you then whatever happens what is, how does he word it again we might have to watch it again i agree with the woman right here i don't think you lose whatever stoicism she thinks that men has no if, if there's there is another issue underlying here, maybe maybe he found himself in a situation where he found himself getting so angry over something that he felt that he maybe he actually abused somebody. I don't know. I can't say whether or not he did or not. I don't know. I don't know what's in his heart. Maybe he felt like he was gonna. I don't know. I can't say for certain. I don't know what's in his heart. I don't know what's in his past. I can only assume based on his words as to what he's telling us. But who is he telling on himself right now? Oh, people fall in love with people for the same darn reasons. Again, because he's already, he's coming at this from his, whatever trauma he had in his past relationships, now he's going to say, well, women, women act differently than men for whatever reasons. And he's going to say it's, it's different. When we fall in love, it's pure, it's, it's whatever. But when women fall in love, be sure they're in love, but it's for a different reason than, than the pure love that a man can have. But when a man has that pure love, it's irrational, and then it makes them want to hit somebody. No, that's stupid.
No. Only a person who is a very violent person or a horrible person will, will manifest very violent ways, and that has nothing to do with whether or not he's in love with the person. In fact, I would argue that if you have brought yourself to the point where you are being violent towards the person you are in a relationship with, then you are not really in love with that person because you can't really be in love with a person and then raise a fist to that person. Home dude is all sorts of, I mean, this dude needs therapy. This guy needs a bunch of therapy. And I feel sorry because therapy is very hard to get. I mean, he probably has a lot of money. So he probably has easier access to therapy than maybe 95% of the nation or more because he probably has a lot more money than I do. He probably has a lot more money than a lot of people who are watching right now. He probably has a lot more money than because he, he probably he has people sending him like $100 super chats. He could probably get therapy to deal with his issues. Now, will he? No, because he probably doesn't think that he has the problem because he's manufactured it in his head that it's women that are the problem. So as long as he can manufacture it in his head that women are the problem, and now he has this whole brand based on the idea that women are the problem, and he's not going to give up his brand to to, to eliminate that. I mean, that he's not going to want to give, I mean, he almost cried when he got demonetized. He's not going to give up his entire fresh and fit, fit brand simply because he would admit that there's a problem there. No, he's, he's, he's never go, going to admit that he's in the wrong. He's never going to admit that he has a problem, even though he clearly does. Uh, we need to watch this again because I want to see those words that he said again, and apparently you can't fast forward here. Let's see the words again. Your emotions blind you, so therefore you become violent to women or towards women or hitting women. Again, no. If you're if you if you have issues that cause you to have to want to hit somebody, then you have issues that are that's unrelated to whatever feelings that you think you have to the person you're in a relationship with. I've never once have been in a relationship with somebody and been in love with somebody and have been like I'm going to hit this person. Not once. Not once. Now, I had an ex slap me in the middle of work one time, and I was like, and then I went, and I cooled down for a second, but I was pissed. I wasn't about to get fired for, for that, and I did the appropriate thing and went to the police. <laughs> because there are witnesses, but like, and damn, she went, she reached back into like last Wednesday and was like, let's, 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 we're going to edit that part of the story. We don't need to talk about it in this video. Anyway, what do you think of my opinions about Myron in the Fresh and Fit podcast? Do you think he needs therapy? Do you think I'm dead on, dead wrong? Leave your comments below, like, and subscribe. Thank you very much and have a good day. Because that was good getting best past 10 minutes anyway, and I want to be able to upload that other places as well. Anyway,
but back to the story of that. So I was dating somebody and I broke up with her because I wasn't thinking that I could be fair to her and being in a relationship with her. And then I started seeing other people and I wasn't committed with any of these other people. And I was honest with those people. In fact, like it was funny because like I was seeing the one person and seeing the other person too. And, and like, I remember I, I had this conversation with this person I was dating who it was like two days before this event happened. And I was like, I was like, look, I like you. I really like you. I'm not in a place where I feel like I can have a emotional commitment right now. I just want to be upfront and honest with you about that. I was like, and if you're fine with that, that's cool. And, and I'm going to let you know that I am seeing somebody else. And that's, you know, it's it just wanted to let you know that there's somebody else that I'm seeing, but I don't, I don't want to be dishonest with you. I want to be upfront with you. And that's the way it is. And she seemed to appreciate the fact that I was honest. I don't think she was at the point where she wanted to be absolutely. I mean, I think she would have committed if I would have said, let's have a commitment. But I think at the point she was willing to wait for me to, to be ready for a commitment. Although that's another discussion at some later point in time. Um, And then like two days later, um, my, uh, that person, and I worked with the ex. That's the other thing. I worked with the ex and the person I was seeing was outside on the street on Bourbon street. And one of the dishwashers was like, yo, your girl and -and so-and-so are fighting. And I was like, you're full of it. They're not fighting. Cause I couldn't imagine either one of them fighting each other. Apparently they were in an argument or whatever. Apparently one of them was arguing them at least or whatever. I didn't even know they, that they knew who they were, but I guess they did. Um, so I'm like, all right, let me go see what the heck's going on. And I step up into the bourbon bar, which is on Pat. I worked at Pat O'Brien's and there was a separate bar, like on the side, there was like an entrance to go into Pat O'Brien's in the restaurant side, which is on bourbon. But then there's a separate bar you could go into I step into the bourbon bar to get out. And all of a sudden my ex, steps in from Bourbon Street into the Bourbon Bar and she's fuming mad. And she's like, I should, I should have done that a long time ago and I should have done this too. And she, again, reached back into the middle of last Wednesday and went, pow! And smack, and, and, and I was just like, went and spoke to one of the managers, said I was just slapped by her. Um, And then the next day we uh, had a conversation with the cops and no official charges were filed, but I let it be known that I was not going to be tolerating any of that BS. And if she pulled anything else, that things would have to happen. So, but like, and then what happened was, she apparently went up to the one I was seeing and it was like, did he tell you about the other women that he's screwing? And I had literally just told her two days ago. So she was like, yeah, actually he did. And that person who I ended up having a long-term relationship with for a while, 
but at the time we were not committed, she was like, uh, she could be rather sarcastic and snide. And she was like, yeah, matter of fact, he did. And then probably gave her a smirk face like, and she was like, I want to rip all your blonde hair out and shove it down your throat. And she was like, okay, try. And like her friend of hers was just ready for something to happen. And then she turned around and she was like, okay, try it. And then wasn't backing down. And then that's when she gave up with her and then came to me. And then that's when I got smacked. So, but no, even then I didn't hit anybody. I was just, I just, and even when I called the cops, I was like, I made the report and I was like, she was like, well, we're going to bring you in and we're going to call her in. And if, if you, uh, if she says that you hit her, then you're both going to jail. I'm like, okay, I have witnesses. So what's up, Kimchi? What's going on? Um, we're having fun, fun conversations here. But anyway, this guy clearly, again, back to this, clearly needs some therapy. And, and I'm glad. We, let's see. Let's go back to the. I didn't even see kimchi even come in. Um, let's see. Ba, 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 ba. I had two kids. Me and my wife decided to let other family take the China. Whatever. Blah, blah, blah. Since I was a single dad, ninety percent, ninety-six percent of my convos were with kids. I'm starting to grow up. When does that happen? I, I don't think that's happened with me yet. Um, hard rejection is this trauma maybe I, I don't even think it's hard rejection I think it goes beyond that I think it goes beyond hard rejection I think there's more than just hard re- I, I think either he got cheated on or he got or maybe they were in a relationship and she dumped him for like somebody else but like hardcore and it just destroyed him or maybe there was a couple of people who just rejected him and that he just got destroyed and, 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 and had his feelings hurt so badly that he just built this wall up. And instead of, instead of dealing with his issues, like he should have, like I, I, I was broken up with when I was younger, I got hurt. I cried. I dealt with it. And then I moved on and dated other people. I didn't hold other women responsible for the bad behavior of women that I dated. It's immature to hold people responsible for the actions of others. So, let's see. Um, my vacation, 11 nights in a tent, has come to a close. You're home. Welcome back home, Mike. Good to see you. Good to see you back. Although it was good to see you when you were out and about. Did your did your pup enjoy the uh, vacation as well? Um It's a big hook. Friends and family are necessary for mental health. You want to rely on happiness exclusive to one person. You're kidding yourself. And that's the thing, like, like, I wonder when the last time he was hugged. Because I shared something on Facebook the other day, and it was like, what, how much the average person needs a hug. Like, I wonder when the last time he was hugged was. And not like a man shug. Not like, not one of those, like, you know, hey, man, you know, shake hands, you know, brief little, mm, there you go. I wonder when the last time he, like, he had a relationship with somebody and, like, he purely had a, had a, had a hug. It's pro- 
probably been like a decade at least, I would bet, that he had a, a had an embrace with somebody. Like the last time I had a hug that was a long embrace, lasted like 10 seconds, was five hours ago. Probably because I was in the kitchen and I saw my wife and I wanted to give her a hug, so we had a, we gave each other a big hug. Because that's what I do. I'm a big huggy person. I love hugs. Being in love with somebody makes me want to hug people. Makes me want to hug them. It doesn't make me want to go violent like Myron says. See, well, Kimchi, why would anybody listen to a single guy about love? You need to uh, talk to old people who've been married for 20 years. Yeah, I mean. How long have I been married now? 2007. It's almost 20 years. Oh. Like in, 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 in four years, it'll be 20 years. Less than four years, it'll be 20 years. Why do you have to make me feel old, Kimchi? Don't make me feel old. I'm mad at you now. You're making me feel old. Um... I don't necessarily think bicycle mind that happiness is a choice per se. I mean, sometimes you can be unhappy. It's okay to be unhappy every once in a while. So, but it's how you deal with the unhappiness that's that's the thing. How you deal with unhappiness is 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 the signs of maturity. Is the signs of how. And it, I've had struggles with that myself in my life, and I won't lie. I've been to therapy. That's the thing. You you people. There's such a stigma in this country of going to therapy, especially if you're a dude. It's another part of toxic masculinity is, is men admitting going to therapy somehow makes them weak. Uh, Tawanda, oh, wait, scroll too far. Um, to hit a woman is beyond able. Now, I wouldn't even go beyond that. I would say just to hit people is wrong. Don't hit anybody. It doesn't matter what the gender is. Just don't hit. You should only hit in self-defense. <laughs> Period. Woman goes to a psychiatrist and says, I want someone to love me unconditionally and put up with my craft. Psychiatrist says, get a dog. Uh, violence begets violence. Exactly. Uh, let's see. Tana, we are here. I hate men who use their hands against women. Uh, you know, although I would say I hate anybody who uses their hands against anybody. Um, you know, again, I was slapped by my ex. There was no reason for my ex to slap me. I gave her no reason to slap me. And I, I, it's not like I cheated on my ex, the one who slapped me. I... And the, and the other one who was arguing with, she actually had slapped me once too. And I didn't hit her for that either. I walked away. Thing is, is that there was neither of them had any reason to raise their hand to me either. There was no reason to slap me. Period. Um, Kim, she, I feel bad for what Linda J jumped in and pissed me off because she is there so rarely she didn't know who you were regular now. Uh, not sure why she was so snippety. Yeah, it's terrible when people jump on other people in, in chats. It's it's horrible. You shouldn't do that. Um, let's see. My good friend John has a girlfriend named Yoko. <laughs> That's funny. Neither my husband nor I grew up until we had a kid. He was 36. I was 42. I have two kids. I still haven't grown up. I play a, a Disney card game every Saturday nowadays. Um, I still do a gaming live stream once a week. Now, part of part of the gaming live, I mean, part of the game is like some of the games that I play. 
like, are because of my kids. Like, I was like, hey, I'm going to play games with my kids now. And now the kids don't want to play with me. Maybe because I've gotten too good and I beat them. Um, Pup loved the whole tent thing. That's awesome. Um, I invented the whole bro hug thing when the server gave me divorce papers. Get in here, you son of a bitch. <laughs> To cheat seems like fun, but I will never do it. Um, often your behavior is byproduct of what you observe from your parents as a child. Sometimes that's true. I mean, I mean, yeah, I, I did never notice my dad hitting my mom. I don't think it ever happened. Um, I'm, I'm, I would say I'm 100% sure it never happened. Because um, I have no reason to believe it happened. And I think my mom would have said at this point that, that, that it had happened. I don't think it did. Um, so um, there was arguments that took place from time to time over things, but yeah, like, although my, uh, my wife said the other day, um, my, my wife, my wife does send teams tend to think that some of my things from my parents are a bit dysfunctional and wonders how I came out as normal as I am. So, but yeah, like I, I'm tending to believe that with this Myron from the Fresh to Fit podcast, I'm tending to believe that this guy didn't learn what he learned from his parents. It's may might have happened, but if I was betting dollars to donuts, which I don't know if it, maybe that used to be a good bet. Now it's not anymore. Or maybe that used to be a bad bet. Now it's good now. I don't know. But betting dollars to donuts, uh, I would bet that it's probably something from his personal past that has made him so bitter against women that he feels that he he that he's walled himself off. That he's just that he puts all of his energy into being the alpha male. So he 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 spends all of his time training and working out and doing this podcast and and maybe he was once one of these incel type folks and he managed to make himself into one of these guys that aren't and now he's making money off of the other incels that are you know hoping to one day be like him even though as i've said in the intro to this that they'll never all be like him because you can you you can't have everybody be an alpha because then no one's an alpha of course nobody is an alpha because there's no such thing as an alpha but in the whole made-up world of where alphas really do exist that they like to live in. Um, you have to have alphas and have to have people that are not alphas. You know, you have to have people who are the ones that, you know, super chat these fools. So I'm breaking the cycle of Vance requires thought and not the instinctual reflex to, uh, to strike, which is lazy communication. That's true. Um, then he will never admit that he has the problem and his, his way of avoiding violence is not, to treat the underlying problems that are causing him to be violent. It's to wall himself off and make it so that he never gets close enough to anybody who he is in a quote relationship with so that he, he can't allow himself to get those feelings that would cause him to be, I mean, I've already said that you can't claim to be in a relationship with Myron if you ever marry him because it's not a relationship because in order to be in a relationship, you have to be partners and equals and he will never view somebody he's in uh, married to as an equal. 
Uh, he always feels like he has to be the dominant one that has to say. He has to be controlling. He has to be controlling of everything. And that's another reason why I think he has to be controlling of everything is because I think he feels that if he can't control everything, that he's going to lose the person he's with. Probably explains the other video why he says that you know, if, if he's dating somebody that she can't have any guy friends. Because what if what if the guy friend wants to have sex with her? In in any sort of normal trusting relationship, oh well. If 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 anybody anybody can want to have sex with, with somebody who I'm with, doesn't mean that the person I'm with is gonna to want to have sex with that person. It's it's a simple concept. But clearly he has no trust because there's clearly somebody in his past that broke that trust. Like the deconstruction of fresh and fit Myron. Like I could probably do a whole video or a video series just on deconstructing what's wrong with fresh and fit Myron. No one can believe I turned the way I did considering the parents I have. I thank shrooms, marijuana, and the Grateful Dead concert for turning me out the way I did. And I thank that too for you. Um, I grew up with almost nothing but males who taught me music, art, and culture, and now it's nothing but uh, women telling me what to do. Uh, many times I think it's a lack of restraint, quick to anger thing, at least it was for me. Um, for as to why a woman would slap a dude or just why people are violent in general. Um Teenagers are not fully formed adults. They undergo a crazy period where they question everything on our risk takers who drive their parents crazy part of parenting. True. Um, I'm waiting for that to happen with my oldest because he's now almost 15. <sighs> Driving next year. <laughs> not looking forward to that. Um, anywho. Anyway, I think... I think we've rambled on long enough. I think I, I, at some point I need to produce these videos and at such. So um, again, this week it's uh, a Tuesday is, is the, uh, Thursday is the day I'm going back to my uh, nerdy Dan stuff. So I will be back Wednesday. So this is the end of today's episode of liberal Dan radio talk from the left. That's right. I will be back Wednesday, 8 PM central. I'm hoping soon to have, uh, the candidate for Attorney General, General Lindsey Cheek, uh, one of these days, a progressive running for Louisiana's Attorney General. I'm hoping to get some of the other candidates running for state office as well. Uh, we'll be talking about some more of the Israeli uh, war and other things. Uh, as well as we go on. Again, remember to like the video, subscribe to the channel, interact with videos as well. Make sure that you help the algorithm. Till Wednesday, 8 p.m. Central. This is Liberal Band Radio. Talk from the left. That's right.